Hey friends, I go by Chavid Dang. Yo fam, I'm Dine Peace. You're listening to Sit Down, Be Hungry. If it ain't shabu, we ain't hot potting. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 32. Dine Peace has a plug on meats in LA. We got the juicy bits, including Pedialyte coming to terms with its role as a hangover cure. Post Provolone finally joins us for saucing on you and more. Episode 32, New Year, New Meats. Yeah, yeah. Sit down. Be hungry. Hungry. Happy New Year, fatties. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> you know, I was going to actually say Happy New Year's, but I saw a meme today where like, someone say, it's year, not years. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's stuck in my brain, though. Oh, okay. You're listening to Sit Down, Be Hungry. This is Dine Peace. This is Chavid. Welcome to episode 32. How was your New Year's? I had a fun time. Cool. And today the photo booth pictures came out, and so I'm just kind of reliving it right now, just nice. going through those photos. It was super fun. So do you have any uh, shout outs this week? I'm going to shout out my brother's friend. I forgot his name already. (laughs) Great shout out. Sorry. I mean, he doesn't listen to the show, but I'm just putting it out in the universe. Okay. Okay. He's a butcher at Whole Paychecks. Okay. And uh, he really helped me with some prime meat. Mm. I respect a a person that could get me beef. (laughs) You don't need to have Amazon to be prime over here. Nope. Nope. What about you, Chavin? I'm going to give a shout out first to my mom and sister. Because they finally were able to come to Halal Wings. I'm so happy. I was trying to... Why didn't you tell me about that? Because I would have gone. Where where were you? I don't know. This was on Sunday? All I know is I wasn't there. Man. (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, they want to come back. And my aunts want to come back now, too. And they just like the last show, too. So shout out to my aunts, too. Shout out to Good Kid Dad City, uh, Sean over at Good Company Radio. Not only did he get to recently try Halal Wings, too. I took him a couple days prior. But uh, he blessed the squad with some rum cake or bourbon cake the other day, and it was very delicious. What am I like a redheaded stepchild to you? Wait, what? <laughs> I, mean, I got left out of that, too. I think you were still not back at that point. I'm just messing no, with I you. No, I feel bad now. I'm just messing with yeah. you. It's okay. But then you're always like, I'm not coming to East Bay. True. <laughs> Even though I was in the city, but we had to start there to go over there. Hey, man. Whatever. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so Christmas happened. Um, how was your Christmas? So I talked about how I was kind of like stressed out about it. So yeah. yes, it was very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> For the four days I was there, I cooked every day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we had not necessarily a beef off because no one was competing. <laughs> no, but no one fought. No one fought. <laughs> My brother and I were very, uh, we were very harmonious in the kitchen. Yeah. Actually, the only person that like kind of annoyed us was my mom. Oh. <laughs> well, because like my mom hoards. Like we have three refrigerators plus like an, I don't know what they're called, but it's a big freezer. That's, that's really cold. That's a flat one, I guess. Not flat one, but you know, long one. Yeah. And the thing about my mom also is that my mom will go to six markets because this place has the best crap. This place. Place has the best driving, kit, but that's what she does. LA. And so I, yeah, exactly. There's shopping in LA. So I went to many markets anyways. Yeah. So, but at every market I needed to buy stuff. She was like, no, 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 I have it at home. I have it at home. And so I was annoyed at her. Like, she's like, I have this. And I'm like, well, where is it? She's like, oh, I have to find it. <laughs> and it just like wasted so much time. And I was like, I could pay for this $3 peeled garlic. Like, no, but just, it's at home. Just let me do it. Just let me pie it. It's like the kid version of the memes like, hey, can we stop at McDonald's? No, we got food at home. No, that's no, that's not okay. <laughs> when you want McDonald's, you want McDonald's. But yeah, we had a lot of beef. So I mentioned my shout out to Butcher Friend. The, the Butcher Dude. Butcher Dude. <laughs> so apparently Whole Foods has to discard their meat after a few days due to safety reasons, I guess. I don't know. But uh, we went to Whole Foods after 9 p.m. <laughs> Had to be after 9 p.m. And met with said dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, Sounds real shifty. To, to purchase meat that they're going to essentially throw away. Mm. Um, I guess Whole Foods got sued by a homeless person for food that they received or something like that. So they Ooh. have to throw it away. Um, but yeah, 
my brother uh, only eats and buys prime meat now. And that's what we had. <laughs> it was nice. insane. We had a lot of beef. We had pho, tri-tip, filet mignon, prime rib. And he just already had 10 duck breasts that I mentioned before. Yeah. So, yeah, slice that, bitch. Yeah. yeah. It and was I, very, very I, tasty. And I know before we start recording today, you were really happy with your potatoes gratin? Yes, super happy. I never really make it that often. And uh, and then after, you know, eating it, I was like, this is delicious. I made three different kinds of potatoes. Oof. <laughs> Crazy. That's, that's what I like to hear. You guys know how I feel about potatoes. Yeah. On my last day in LA on the 26th, I reached out to Zeep from Good Girl Dinette. Oh, yeah. And we chatted on IG because she tagged me about the new SF Chronicle food critic, Sulil Hole. Yeah. Vietnamese. And so she's just super excited. Not just that she's Vietnamese, but just an Asian person being SF's food critic. Yeah. So um, she tagged me in a post. I messaged her back um, saying like, wow, I'm fangirling. She's like, well, I knew we were bound to be friends since we both love pho. And I was like, wait, you listened to our episode? <gasps> um, and so, yeah, I asked her out for lunch and she said she was down. And so, yeah, we got to meet up in uh, K-Town, had a uh, sundubu. Wow, that sounds really good right now, too. Um, and, and, you know, in Torrance, like we have all the Asian foods there, so we don't necessarily like Need to go, go out of our way. And so I asked my mom to come, too. So she hung out with us. And even her was like, this was worth like the 30 minute drive because the mm. sundubu was really, really good. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to meet her. I was shocked that she was down to meet, but yeah, she's dope. And we had a lot of good conversation. Um, it was really fun listening to her and my mom talk about their story. Oh, wow. Um, since they're both from Vietnam, uh, Zeep left when she was eight. So, you know, she didn't have that much experience in Vietnam, but she does have a lot of memories. And, and has uh, or does she go back? She's never been back. Whoa. So, yeah, it was just really cool to like to hear stories between the both of them. And, you know, I was just curious to know what her next step was after Good Girl Dinette. And um, yeah, like mad respect to her. And I'm, I'm so happy that I can call her my friend now. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, it sounds like a very productive trip back home. Because I know productive. when you go back home, you're like, I can't go that long. So I'm glad you maximized it for the time that you were there. Yeah, I surely did. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. What about you? Um, so did the normal Christmas at home thing. I think I touched on this before or after Christmas on the show last year, but our family's tradition is to always do something different for Christmas to eat. Okay. And usually it's something like out of left field, like we've done chicken waffles before, we've done Euros, we've done pizza stations. Uh, we've done duck tacos. We do a whole bunch of random stuff. This year, my mom wanted to keep it a little traditional again since we haven't in so long. So we did prime rib. Being that I'm still like super obsessed with British cooking all the time, I, I had never made Yorkshire pudding before. So I put that together, bought duck fat to use for it, left it at home. That's why we have it behind you now in your kitchen and made some amazing toast with it. Um, so the prime rib turned out good. The Yorkshire turned out really good. I'm not being biased at all. It, it was close to the ones I was eating over there. So that was cool. And also my aunt made cream spinach. So kind of like some house of prime rib vibes going on mm -hmm. as well, which was very nice. What about a spinning salad? Uh, we didn't do this. We just had a regular <laughs> salad. It did not spin. Um, so we were missing that part. And also missing the vests and the tuxes and all that. <laughs> and the rocketeer thing. That yeah, yeah. Prime rib. I'm, I'm really overdue for House of Prime Rib. I'm down. Yeah, our guest who's sitting here who we meet in a later segment, I know he's been wanting to go too because he's never been as well. So I think we're overdue for a trip and that should happen very soon. The Szechuan bender has still been full in effect. I think you can speak to that as well. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still love it. Chili old gangs forever. I ate that for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Last night. Um, our, Which again, is our like guest, probably like... 
three out of the nights of the week. I think <laughs> since we've last seen you on the show, I think I've had it maybe three times. Yeah. Just last night, I went with Flan and a couple other friends to China Village in Albany. Even though they've been known as one of the spots for a while, it didn't really come to my attention till I saw again that they were given Michelin Bib Gourmand. We dropped in there. I got to tell you, dude, their cumin lamb I like more than spices. I need to go. I want to go back because, I mean, obviously, there's the menu is so big that there's so uh, so many other things I want to get there. So we did the cumin lamb. How many pages? Uh, like three. Okay. And um, I was sitting next to Alan, pr- past us in the show, and our menu, our pages were in different order. So like oh. the numbers were all. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> funny. Like, Wait, your pages on this on your menu. That's how spices is also because remember the appetizers was in yeah. the middle of the book and I was yeah. very confused. Yeah, they just throw the pages in there after they print. They don't care. <laughs> they know you'll find it. Yeah. It wasn't as big of a hit with the table. I still enjoyed it. They had frog with eggplant. It was kind of like a gravy based dish. Okay. That was really tasty. It wasn't spicy, but it was like the gravy was really soothing. Oh, they had handmade duck uh, noodles with duck. That was tasty. Ooh, that was very that sounds good. good. We did our pork intestine because I think that's been a thing we've been very much into lately. And that I didn't have that before until mm, this so last time uh, spices? with spices. Yeah, and that I was think, very tasty. I think spices was a little better, but I love the the China Village one a lot. Um, they they cut it differently, and, and the, the diameter of the the specimen was different. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but if you eat it, you know what's up. And if you don't eat it, um, you should just widen your preferences a little bit because you won't regret it. They're like cold cuts and chili oil. We had as the app was really good. Um, they were really heavy on the scallion use, which was which was nice. Like the acidity of the scallions really. Get back into the fat because the cold cuts they gave fattier pieces. Yes. Oh, we did mapo, but their mapo came in clay pot and with scrimps. Mm. Very nice. The heat level was good. I wish there was a little more peppercorn okay. um, because it started numbing a little bit, but I wanted a little more numbing. Did they ask you like how spicy? No, they just it no. just it's and, just and it was like I don't I don't know why we always use spices as the, as the control because I think that's one we all agree on is like really banging. But you know, spices will go from zero chili peppers to, from one to three. And then at China Village, everything that's just hot just has one. Okay. And then they say they can modify, but we didn't ask, so we got it all stocked. You got it stocked. Okay. Is this going to be like our thing? Like we're going to hit up all the Szechuan We're going to do it until we don't want to do it no more. So we're, that- we're in for the long haul. We're, we're, we're in. We're all in. Chili oil I wonder gang. what this is going to do to our bodies. <laughs> Let's <laughs> all, find out. I'm, willing, I'm, I'm ready to find out. I really love that you get food in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best Yo, part. Yo, walks are amazing. The best part. It's the best way to showcase walk. Yeah. And again, because I grew up eating primarily Cantonese food, because I am, this still feels like this whole new uncharted thing that I'm still oh, learning yeah, we more and more about. Oh, yeah. We talked about before. Like, I never had Szechuan food until I was an adult. Yeah. And um, I, I still can't get enough of it. So China Village. I love it. Very good. And, and can't wait to visit again. Kind of staying in the Asian food region, I guess. What I want to leave you guys with is this cool dessert hack that some of the gang we came up with recently. So... Me, Flan, uh, Sang, shout out to other past guests, DJ for show, and uh, Charles and Pam, so shout out to Cham, went to Tenny East Kitchen in, in Temescal in Oakland. It's okay. Burmese. Everything was amazing, by the way. The pea shoot salad was amazing. Their tea leaf salad that they did was with kale instead of romaine, so that kind of gave a different texture to it. Um, all the dishes were solid, but so you can order this coconut juice there, um, like fresh young coconut. They stab it with the thing, and we suck the juice out, right? And then afterwards, Pam was like, you know what? We can't get to the meat inside. Like, what's up with that? And then so as we're eating, we're doing whatever. And then our server comes by and then Pam was like, yo, could you cut in this and we can get to the meat? And then the guy was like, yo, we've never done that before. I'm totally down. And it's a quiet, it's a quiet restaurant at this point. We went late like an hour before closing. It's peaceful. He brings the coconut back. And then like the next second, all you hear is. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. You just hear like this violent banging. And we just started dying out of nowhere because everyone in the restaurant's like, what are they doing back there? Are they slaughtering a chicken? (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to get this coconut open. It's like abruptly loud banging. (laughs) Are they going to invest in a Coco Jack now? I don't know. I don't know how they got it open. So we got it back open. They have to have a machete like the guy at Dolores Park. (laughs) Yeah. 
They need because he does it with one hand. He just like flips it in the yeah. air and then cuts it. There was like a solid thirty seconds to a minute of just loud banging. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and we just started laughing the whole time. And then we also ordered a scoop of ube ice cream to go with it. So we just dumped it in there and scraped the meat off the sides. And um, also, it came with a cone. We didn't use a cone, so we crumpled up the cone and sprinkled it in for textures for crispies. I like it. So, highly recommend Tenny East Kitchen in Oakland. And if you go, tell them Sit Down Be Hungry team told you to ask for the coconut to be split open. <laughs> so that's because I know you're usually the one with the hacks. Um, I just wanted to contribute a hack to start off this new year with. It's a hackathon. It's a, yeah, let's say that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It is now time for the Juicy Bits. This is where we talk about food news that you and your stomach need to know about. What are we starting the year with? This is from mirror.co.uk. Ah. Why ah? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Fortune teller who uses asparagus to predict- It's also in all caps. Yeah, all caps. Asparagus. Asparagus to predict future reveals forecasts for 2019. The world's only asparamancer- Jemima Packington throws asparagus spears into the air to work out what's going to happen. I'm really sad the article doesn't have a video. There's like a headshot of her. Yeah. video. And Jemima does not look like Jemima Packington. (laughs) I could see it. So she claims to be able to tell future using asparagus. I guess she's a TV celebrity as well. She looks very nice. Like, she looks, like, very friendly. I mean, she looks like... But then we'll throw asparagus at you. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, she does look like someone that you could trust. Yeah, she does wear a lot of green, I guess, to be on theme. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, in the past, she has correctly predicted Brexit, Trump's presidential win, and Macron's election success in France. Her stint... Oh, she was on Big Brother. That's her celebrity Mm. status. Okay, her stint on Big Brother saw her making accurate forecasts regarding those leaving the channel for health. Mm. I don't know what that means. I mean, I do see this as kind of wasteful, though. I mean, does does the asparagus get eaten after she throws it? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Because asparagus is not really cheap. For special predictions, does she throw white asparagus? Like... (laughs) I don't, how does this work? We want to know, Jemima. Oh man, she's like, I do, I do what I, I take what I do seriously, but I never take myself seriously. When I cast the asparagus, it creates <laughs> cast pa- <the> asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> it creates patterns, and it is the patterns I interpret. And like, is this like a gentle toss, or is this like a slam? Because I mean, you know, the actual spear is the little bits of it could break off, and I mean that stresses me out when I'm cooking it. I try to keep them together. And like, did she create what the movements mean? <laughs> I don't know. That I guess I guess that's her own like little system that we wouldn't know, right? And if she's not telling anyone her process, then like, how can we believe her? But she's been right, though. <laughs> I mean, she's got some credit to what she's been saying. And she was right of the ones you listed already. What I do like on the article, though, is, is her uh, 2019 predictions. Fears over Brexit will be largely unfounded. The trade war between China and the U.S. will end, but there'll be a recession in the U.S. that will affect us all. Extremes of temperature become the norm. England's cricketers and rugby teams will have success early in the new year, driving other British sports people to aim high. I really do like the last one. There will be a big increase in asparagus sales. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think she has to worry about anyone else trying to do this also since she's the only one that's doing this. I mean, this might bring out some imitators or or people that think they can do this with other produce. Who's to say carrots are like the same shape? She's usually about 80 to 90% accurate. She has been pretty right on a few things uh, on top of ones that we've listed already. Um, I mean, there's the whole list in the article. There's too many to list out. But um, if she's gotten this far... It's got to be worth something. So the second article is from delish.com. This town celebrates New Year's Eve with a pickle drop. 
These are our kind of festivities. Unless you're Dainese, because I don't fuck with that. Do you eat relish? If it's mixed into like an egg salad or a potato salad. Okay. Because, I mean, that's even what the article starts. Like, you know Mount Olive, even if the brand doesn't initially ring a bell, you definitely recognize their packaging. I definitely do not. (laughs) It's like the one that's like in the back of grocery outlet that you're like, oh, I don't, do I really need relish this bad? Well, anyways, they have a much bigger following where the company's based. North Carolina. <laughs> Shout out to Glamaris and uh, Venice. And Petey Pablo. And Petey Pablo, sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, this town, they do a pickle drop every year. I mean, it's almost like a ball shape, just stretched out more. Chavid just like played me the video. And I, I don't know why, but I was like, oh, is it a fake one? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, they don't do cucumbers that big. I was upset. Yo, they, they I did was a- like, all of this for a plastic cucumber? And then, like, when it drops down, the, like, pickle juice spills out of it. Oh, I mean, it's probably no. water, but it's supposed to be pickle juice. That's gross. <laughs> the drop happens at 7 p.m. so the kids can go to sleep. <laughs> it's cute. Fine. I- Leading up to the big drop, the, the town celebrates with live music, a DJ, free refreshments, hot chocolate, and, of course, pickles. <laughs> do th- I-, I wonder if it's, like, state fair style, though, because I do love me some deep fried pickles. Mm. Have you? Oh, yeah, you're not I, a pickle. I don't eat pickles. I know. I I do. And they're very good. More for you. <laughs> yeah, more for me. Hopefully they're deep fried. Um, this is a cool way to celebrate the new year. It makes me wonder what other foods you could drop at New Year's. I'm glad they're going in this trend. because We well, should look this up. Like what, what other towns like drop, drop foods for yeah. New Year's? <laughs> yes. I mean, the pickles is a good start. It even says that they have, uh, there's donations. They collect supplies for the food bank. You could win a prize, including a giant pool similar to the one that the pickle gets dropped in at midnight. Oh my goodness. Because it gets dropped into like a tank. It almost looks like a dunk tank kind of, oh. or like a bobbing for apples tank, but just gigantic with the Mount Olive logo on That's it. It's so funny. It's fun. Although it's funny that the town's called Mount Olive, like, but you drop pickles. Yeah. It should come with a name change or something. Or drop pickles or olives too at the same time. Just make it like a little party platter. It's a giant drop of gross things to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you just know to stay far away from this city. Yeah, I'm not going there. I'll go. I'll let you know. So this last one is from Esquire.com. Pedialyte finally made a beverage just for drinks. Sparkling just ro- for adults. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> from drinking. Whoa. <laughs> oh, sounds like you, you see need. See where my mind went. Sounds like you need. Sounds like you need this product asapolis. <laughs> Sparkling rush <laughs> might be your new go-to hangover cure. No. Well, we'll go on, but for me, no. <laughs> I do do this. Yeah. I've done it one time. It's not something I do normally. Okay. I'm not a prepared alcoholic. Well, no, because sometimes drinker. you be, no, because you're an alcoholic. <laughs> well, no, because we'll go somewhere and be like, should I take my antacid? Well, yeah, because I don't want to preemptive, turn red. preemptive. But like, I don't have Pedialyte ready at my house, knowing that I'm gonna fuck myself up. <laughs> like I've said, every time, like I should order a pizza, have it ready at home before I go out, so it's ready. But it's, I, yeah. that has never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or for me, it's like I don't know if I'm gonna wait a pizza at that time though, so I can't predict that in the future like that. Exactly. I guess this will be a cool thing. The packaging definitely looks pretty boring. I know they tried to make it look cool. I'm a snobby designer guy. I have to tear that apart. I mean. What's cool about this is it's in packets. So yeah. you just add it to water. Uh, mm-hmm. Price point, very good. Six pack is like ten ninety nine Because I think one Pedialyte is about seven bucks for a bottle and space. Mm-hmm. You know, this replaces uh, a lot of space that would be used for these bottles. You know, for me though, I'm still old school. I'll either just suck it up and handle my hangover or uh, I'm still a Gatorade guy. I keep Gatorade in my fridge just for that. <laughs> and then what's nice is that since it's a packet, you could essentially use less water and just like chug it because the PLA is pretty big and so it yeah takes i've a never wh- done it it takes a yeah. while to like for me to go through it yeah 
And so if I could just shoot this thing and be call it a day, then all right, I'm in it. <laughs> all right. So I guess the next step is we have to get hung over again. Okay. And again, surprisingly not that bad right now. I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine, actually. Yeah, yeah. So we won't need this. Hopefully we won't need this product right away. Um, but I, is it safe it's on shelves or not yet? So it said Pedialyte started marketing to older consumers in 2015. Wall Street Journal reported that the adult usage spiked nearly 60%. Wow. That's crazy. Oh, I guess it does say in the article, as a bonus, these packets have less sugar per serving than Gatorade and they're fizzy. I mean, I do like the fizzy aspect, but I don't know. I just like that syrupy terribleness of Gatorade. They said there's no cure for hangovers and the science behind them isn't conclusive, but a whole lot of people swear by the Pedialyte. As a bonus, these packets have less sugar, blah, blah, blah. And then the last line is, hey, it's this or lying on the couch for eight hours moaning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've all been there. Yep. And that's not, you know what? Then you put on the show or something and you try to keep food down that you can't. And, uh, you know, we should make this sound a lot less appetizing because uh, this is a food show. But, um, yeah, I guess maybe I'll keep uh, I would buy some ASAP and keep them in my pantry. You let me know. Pantry. And then if it is, I'll replace like, my Like, if you get really it. fucked up one day, I'm going to, like, slide you a packet. Yeah. <laughs> like, here you go for tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. I'm down. I'm down. Okay. All right, for the first time this year, it's the, or all the years, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or of this of ever, it's only been it's only the second. For the first time of this year, it's that time. What time it is? The most controversial bit on this podcast. It's called sauce on you. We name three foods. You've got to pick one and never have again. We have an old friend here that I see way too much. Hey, that's <laughs> you, me. you. You, I know <laughs> you may. <laughs> This is how we talk normally, though. You may have heard him mention on this show way too many times. Hey, he's, that's mean. <laughs> he's finally here. Uh, August, AK Pros Provolone. Yay! What's up, everybody? Do we have any new AKs we need to go through? You said you might have some preps, or am nah, I putting you on the spot? Nah, I definitely didn't prep for him. <laughs> uh, Welcome, one, Post Provolone. One third of the Nature Boys. <laughs> 2019, baby. 2019 Nature Boys. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you guys for having me on. Thank you for being here. Thanks for hanging out. Very close friend of the show. Has been here for almost the whole ride. Always in the back. Um, I'm constantly eating with this dude, so I kind of know his food tendencies, I think. And I'm curious to see where they are with this. Um, you, again, because you're a friend of the show, you know the rules. So uh, are you ready? I was born ready. No, you weren't, but okay. But, so, but, for, but for show. Oh, yeah, show, for the show. Yeah, for yeah. For the show. For our listeners. Yeah, explain what the rules. What are the rules? Are. I said oh, it already. Did? I'm I did. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Bye. The three items we have this week are the foods that kids hate but adults love edition. Okay. Brussels sprouts, dark chocolate, and anchovies. Oh, man. Now, are you asking this in terms of us as an adult now? Yeah, this is okay. like right. on site, like instantly right now. Who you, who you are today. Yeah. So Brussels sprouts, dark chocolate. Anchovies. Anchovies. So anchovies and Brussels sprouts, I don't think I ate as a child. I never had it until I was an adult. Okay, so I'm going to get rid of dark chocolate. I like it, but I'm okay not having it. I don't really care for chocolate that much. Mm. But if I do eat chocolate, it's dark chocolate. Yeah. Um, well, because I think that's the but, kid thing, because they're supposed to like milk chocolate, yeah. right? What, but, what, what percent? But I'll fuck with milk chocolate too. 80 or higher. If I'm going to yeah. eat it, I'm going to actually eat whatever chocolate's in front of me or whoever gave, gave it, it to my you. office. I'll mm. eat <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. I work in dentistry, so there's always chocolate yeah. <laughs> from <laughs> other offices. They're um, just trying to retain customers. <laughs> <laughs> I really love Brussels sprouts, and I do love anchovies. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get rid of chocolate. I'm okay not having chocolate. Ooh. Plus, all my candy reviews are on gummies anyway. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, that, that, okay, that's a good point, good point. Yeah. 
All right, all right. All right, post provolone. Okay, PP. PP. It's difficult, you know. Growing up, I hated Brussels sprouts. I hated anchovies. I think that's the point of this, this yeah, segment, then. Yeah, but but I did like dark chocolate growing up, mm. uh, which is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, dark chocolate for me definitely is staying. Okay. Uh, gotta go. I gotta say anchovies. It's hard though, because like I love them both. Brussels sprouts, like just having them roasted, like you know, parmesan, some lemon zest. Aka making them not healthy anymore. Of course. Yeah, because well, because I think that's why a lot of kids hate them is because they're never they're always made healthy. They're always boiled or steamed or something. I mean, they're also intimidating as a kid too. Yeah, I'll get to when it's my turn later. But yeah, I'd say anchovies got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Hard. I'm torn, but yeah. You didn't seem like it. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. And the thing about anchovies is like it's something you don't eat all the time, yeah, but yeah. when you do have it, you're like, wow, it's so good. Yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. Good. When we went to Barcelona and we had anchovies, oh yeah, those, that's like on another level. Hey, though. But it's still anchovy. That's oh so good. <laughs> oh man. I know. Recently, I went to Pizza Hacker with Trevor, and um, I just because I just the, like pepperoni. They're like so pizza. transformative. And yeah. so he was like, "Hey, can I get the anchovies on the side?" And then so he could put it because he doesn't want it cooked on the pizza. Oh, because it likes, kind of gets all shriveled. Yeah, yeah. So he does it on the side, then he adds it after. When they're still like in the oil, oh my god! And so, so I like forget about that, and so I I had I put it on my pizza, and I was like, "Fuck, this is so good." Yeah, I need to remember to do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh man. Again, I don't I, know what you're gonna pick at all. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. I, I'm guessing dark chocolate. I also go. love all three of these things. Um, I was a weird kid, and I actually liked all three of these things growing up too. I mean, not much has changed in that regard when I got older. <laughs> um, True. Well, because I think everything that stereotypically kids wouldn't like when they were a kid, I kind of wanted to see what they're about because, like, oh, why do people hate this so much? Yeah. So I, I remember anchovies being rare as a kid, and I that almost made me want them more because, like. Watching like uh, I think I think to a kid the first contact they'll have with anchovies is pizza. Mm. For kids, really? I think their first exposure to what it is as a thing. Pizza. Oh. And what about Caesar, Caesar salad? Yeah. yeah, I was going to. Well, I didn't know that till I got older. Oh, so I'll gotcha. get to that. I'll get to that. Yeah. And also, only nice Caesars have it in there. Yeah, it's, true. It's more Very expensive. Yeah. You know, your crappy Caesars don't. True. So it was almost like this mysterious thing, like, oh, why can't I get these? Because they're so rare. Um, so I was always kind of like obsessed with them. And the little times I did get them, I thought they were tasty. Brussels sprouts, you know, no offense to Mama Dang, but she did make them the boring, unappealing kid way growing up. They were steamed or boiled in the microwave and like a little bit of butter and salt and pepper. And they get kind of stinky at that point. Um, I still powered through them because I still, I think the butter kept me there. And they're still okay. Because yeah, once you hit adult life and you get the unhealthy ones yeah. when they're fried or roasted, you can't go wrong with those. Those are always crazy too. Chocolate has always been really up there for me too. Again, also being like an unusual kid, I always like the darker chocolates too. I never like the milk. For me, it's still like the higher the cacao percentage, the still the more I'm into it. Mm-hmm. And then actually too, when it comes to my sweets preferences, I'm more pro chocolate. Like I like gummies and all and stuff too, and or fruit flavored candies, but I still prefer chocolate most of the time. Flan will probably be really excited to hear this, but this one's really hard for me. I love all three of these things so much. And I know every show we kind of have different reasons for why we'll cut something. And sometimes they don't always line up because every case is different. But I think just due to scarcity, I have to drop anchovies, even though I love them so much. Because, mm-hmm. again, not until I got older did I realize that's what makes some Caesars taste so good. Mm-hmm. Or, again, with pizza, they're so good. Um, or like now with certain soups and things like that. But they're so uncommon that as much as I love them and I love eating them every time, 
I won't miss them as much as I would miss the other two. Yep. That sucks because anchovies are so damn good. Well, exactly. I'm like, because I only want a Caesar salad with anchovies. Yeah. And so if I get rid of that, I'm just, I'm cutting out Caesar salads. Also. Or, or I'll just, <laughs> now I'll I'm like, stuck thinking about just having them by themselves. Yeah. 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 Like, well, oh. I mean, because now like even just on a good piece of crusty bread, they're so amazing. Yeah. So that's why this one really pains me to drop it. But just due to scarcity, because Brussels sprouts are more common and something I'll look forward to more on a menu. And they're on almost like a, every like crafty, generic American trendy place. They have them on the menu and they usually always don't suck. So they're always like a good safety net too these days. And of course, cause they, they're not healthy at all. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, the chocolate, I'll go towards that more than any other kind of chocolate. So 100%. I think out of this one's a hard one for me to drop, but I have to, cause now it's like, now if I can't have that Caesar, I'll just have to get another salad. <laughs> Oh, man, that was hard. I'm bummed. <laughs> August and I are just going to eat anchovies in front of you. I mean, I have I'm, some at home I'm, right I'm, now. I'm <laughs> I definitely have some at home I right have now. Some that Drew bought me ba- brought back from Europe for me. Oh, odd flex, but okay. <laughs> but no, it's when they're sitting in the oil, it's amazing. Or okay. even just with like rice, they're amazing. Totally. So I hate to drop anchovies, but due to the format of this show, I must say they must swim away. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> You're like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's only good because I'm laughing at it. If I didn't, it would just fail terribly. Oh my goodness! Uh, Thanks for being here, August. Oh, we forgot to say what he does. Um, I do nothing, but also at the same time, everything. Uh, He makes pasta. He used to be a cheesemonger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But he still currently eats cheese. Hustle. Cheese hustle. Okay, sorry. He uh, he leads the program at one of your favorite uh, clothing companies. You may have seen it. Uh, Hint: their logo is like red. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, they target, target. <laughs> yeah, you leave that up to the imagination. Uh, but if you ever need, uh, <laughs> if you ever have a cool clothing request or just in general um, accessories or he yeah, is clothing. available Head for hire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit this dude up. You'll he'll be able to make you some cool stuff. Or if you need him to expand your pants because you're beating so much, like he's done for myself, <laughs> um, that's more on brand with this show too. So uh, hit him up for all of your wares needs. We'll plug him on the thing because. I can't remember spelling out his handle right now. I always mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want it's to my initial spelled out? Yeah. A-Y-J-A-Y-E-L. Not post provolone. But he is to us, but you can call him that later too. He might chuckle if you say it. But uh yeah, thanks for being here. And um hope you enjoy this fried rice we're about to have after this. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you so much, guys, for all the love and support that you've given us. I can't believe we're at episode 32. 32. One more than Baskin-Robbins flavors offerings. <laughs> really? All the garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought my joke was actually that funny. Thank you for helping validate that it wasn't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Follow us on Instagram. We have a website. Hit like and subscribe. And we're on Spotify. Oh, yes. So thank right. you, guys. Uh, what are you looking forward to coming up? Oh, man. So January is already going to be... Uh, food-filled month. I agree. I agree. Um, I think the next thing I look forward to is a fancy food show again. Yeah. I can't wait for that. I'm going to actually try to leave work early on the last day. I'm going to go eat lunch there from work on like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I'm going to like request like, hey, I need to work half day on Tuesday because yeah. I need to come up. <laughs> yeah, so we, we had a very extensive, we had some very extensive coverage of the booths that we visited last year and the things we ate. Mm-hmm. So if you want to revisit that, go back on a couple episodes. Maybe we'll link to it. And then uh, uh, we also had the highlights. Yeah, we have the highlights, the highlights on our story, so make sure yeah. you check that out. Um, if you haven't been to Fancy Food, you should try to go. Yeah. If you it's like Costco, real- <laughs> you should really go. Costco of the world. It's it's world Costco. Like, yeah. do it. 
and go and find us and maybe we'll have stickers or something. I don't know. And I think like since this is our second time, you know, we'll be better prepared yeah. for it. International room first. International room. on the last day. Yep. We're yep. giving you these real tips right here. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, if you're going to go, come find us. We'd love to meet you or hang out. Totally. And let us know what your favorite thing is to get there. This is like mid-January, right? Like yeah, it's the, like uh, the, actually... It's going to be a week after this comes out, I believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The 14th or something like that. Because like, I think the fun part is when you go with friends is like you try a thing that no one else has tried yet and you get really excited. So you want to go back and find them like, yo, you got to try this thing though. Yeah, I'm super excited to see like what's going to be like the new hot things as far as snacks Yeah, go. I mean, my inbox is already starting to pu- totally. fill in from the vendors saying, oh, this is what we think is going to be the next thing this year. I can't wait to have spoonfuls of Vermont butter. <laughs> oh, man. I have some on my fridge now thanks to that event. Yeah, oh, so my God. good. So good. But yeah, super excited for Fancy Food Show. Also, already scheduled uh, first pop-up of the year is going to be uh, January 19th at Laughing Monk Brewery. Very cool. I very think cool. It's like, I don't know if that's technically South City, but it's, it's San Francisco still. Maybe Bayview-ish? Maybe, yeah. Something like that. Um, it's down there. Yeah, so I'm, you know, kind of playing around with what I'm going to do, but I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do um, salted egg yolk wings. Chili um, straws? Yes. <laughs> Rice. Uh, the like a Vietnamese style pickled green mango. That was a pretty big oh, hit yeah. at the cannabis brunch. Super nice. Chicken, I remember very nice. Ch- chicken pho broth. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, Old Bay Shrimp Chips. It's going to be at the brewery. And I think a lot of people really enjoy that with the beer. Oh, and their beers are fantastic. I actually haven't been to the tap room yet. So it makes me really excited to possibly be able to check it out because I love their beers, but I've not had them at their own establishment yet. Yeah. So, so that should be really cool. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. And you're yeah. already starting this year with the pop-up. What more do you want, people? Yeah, man. Hit the road running. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the public transportation or Uber, however yeah, you do yeah. that. So yeah, follow Entrop up to, you know, see when I roll that out. Yeah, very cool. What about you? I'm looking forward to, I mean, I'm already kind of good at it, but like being a better Fotarian again. Um, I'm still pretty doing pretty good at not keeping meat at home, besides like a little tray of anchovies <laughs> and the lamb adobo that Flan's mom gave me. Yum. So shout out to Flan's mom. But yeah, just eating salads and stuff in between all this madness because we are getting our calendars full with deliciousness. And uh, just riding the Szechuan train. Just seeing how long we can keep it going. Szechuan forever. Yeah. I just want to keep riding. Eva. Yeah. We should start a database or something of some sort soon. Yeah. But um, I know. Things? I still need to take you guys to the one that I like the, the, over here. The last word always changes every time, right? Yeah, the one that has three potential names. Yeah, yeah. It's so confusing. It makes it elusive. But I think I made the connection for your birthday this year was the... The same one, but over there. Yeah, the one that like I typed up the name on Yelp, and then they're uh, like, "Oh, I'm not going to Hayward." Or and then what? you're like, "Oh, but wait, I've been there." But yeah, I forgot who it was, but I made the connection. I was like, "Wait." I think if it's Szechuan, you just can't go wrong. I just want to keep riding this train until it goes off the rails. I really like that location because they remember they made up that dish for me that I yeah. wanted. I wanted yeah. salt and pepper pork chop, and they're like, uh, "We can okay, do this. We yeah, can, we yeah, can yeah, make yeah. this." And then we ended up getting two orders of it. Yeah, it was so delicious. Uh, that meal was a blur in a good way. Yeah, oh, it was yes, nice. Yes. I want to say that was like for your birthday. That was really the first time I had like a whole Szechuan meal. In the Bay or, or, or ever? Ever. Oh, wow. I know we've gone to dim sum and had some dishes, but it was, you know, it was addition to dim sum. And so I think that was the first time. I'm kind of glad. I mean, maybe just because of our friend's energy with each other that it's finally having, you know, quote unquote, its moment. Because I feel like that's kind of the way it had to get introduced to like American palates, at least here in the Bay Area. Like you'll have a Cantonese place and they'll sneak in a couple dishes here mm-hmm. and there. Like it'll kind of rear, like kind of make a small appearance here and there. But only I think till recently. I mean, there's places that have been doing this for years. But recently, the places that are full fledged off that are the ones finally getting the shine that they deserve. Totally. So... I think it coincides with our obsession right now, but mm-hmm. I feel like just the moment it's having is just a thing in general. So and yeah, I'm so I've slowly been kind of so I live pretty close to Chinatown, and I've been kind of like you know doing some research and seeing what's closer to me 
to go try. And so I did finally try ZNY. I guess it's a pretty popular one. Obama mm-hmm. went there. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I've never had to wait before to sit down. Ooh. This was, granted, this was also a Friday night, I believe. Mm. I still like spices or Szechuan S- homes slash house uh, slash, slash table. Yeah. <laughs> See, I kind of, again, though, as we progress through this journey, I still love that at the moment, spices is still like the control. Like yeah. that's our baseline. Yeah. Every time. And it's a good baseline to have, which is fun. And it sucks for me because I, I really do like the Oakland spices three the most. Yeah. But it's over there. <laughs> it's over on the better side. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, I don't know if the listeners heard the story. I was so heated when I found out they heated. <laughs> Szechuan joke. I was so heated when they when they moved location. I didn't realize it because uh, August and I had just got back from a trip. And like we usually like to get it when we, when we get back into town. Mm-hmm. And I went to the location. And they had been closed like last few times I've tried. I go up and it's all boarded up or it's all like, I was like pissed. I was like, oh, my, I wanted this so bad. And then I just turned around and they moved across the street. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember like, the, I think we talked about it, like a friend saw it on my story and she's like, what? It op- it's open? It's open? Yeah, she, see? Like, was freaking it's a out. real thing. It's a real, real thing. Um, I wonder if, is there anything that's like, a, I mean, I, I guess spice is could be addictive. I think it's the numbing too, honestly. The numbing, the numbing is like, like the, I you got to have I both. Could, I, could, I would be happy eating it every day. Yeah. I think if it was just spicy, we wouldn't be as interested as we are right For now. Sure. I think the numbing is what kind of keeps re- the return, I feel. Um, I mean, there's definitely more science behind it. I don't feel like talking about science. I just feel like talking about things that taste good, and this tastes very good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, if you're on a Szechuan bender too, let us know. Or let if you like know your spots, yeah, yeah. Or if you'd like to join ours, you're more than oh, yeah. welcome to every time. We totally welcome more guests because that means we can order more dishes. That's very true. Because that way we can get the stuff we always get, but we can also get stuff we don't always get. Yeah. So uh, so hit us up. Let's go eat. Yeah. Let's go get spicy. In the meantime, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Ha 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 